0: Have you fallen in love with that perfect model home in a new construction neighborhood? I love them too, and on this episode of Melanie Loves Tampa Bay, I'm gonna give you some tips so you can be smart when purchasing that new construction home. I'm Melanie Atkinson, realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida as i've said on previous episodes i love new construction and i love representing buyers on new construction purchases but buying a resale house and buying a new construction house is a very different process so today i'm going to give you some tips on how to make that new construction purchase a successful one The new construction process that I'm going to be talking about in this video is referring to a larger builder who's building out a neighborhood or building out a big portion of a neighborhood. This is in contrast to a smaller builder who might be building a single custom home for you. Those are different processes and I will talk about that in future episodes. Tip number one. Use a realtor. Yes, us realtors represent new construction buyers all the time, but that can be confusing for buyers because they go into a model home, they meet the sales rep, and that sales rep can answer all the questions that they have in order to purchase the home. But those sales reps work for the builder, and you should want a representative working for you, especially if you find a realtor that's familiar with the new construction process. Their advice can be very, very valuable. If it's possible, pick your realtor prior to going to model homes. Why? Because if you register with a builder at a model home, you know you fill out that little card that they give you when you first walk in, and you don't indicate that you have a realtor, then they might not want to work with that realtor later on in the process. Now Most builders are very happy to work with real estate agents, but it can be very frustrating for a builder if you as a buyer are coming in three different times and picking out floor plans and getting close to writing a contract, and then all of a sudden you bring a realtor in at the last minute. And From your realtor's perspective, we don't want to come in at the last minute either. Our advice is valuable throughout the whole process, so let us start from the the very beginning so here's what I tell my buyers if you happen to go to a model home without me which happens all the time because buyers will go out on weekends and they have 30 minutes to kill. So they run into a model home. Just tell the sales rep that you're working with a real estate agent. If you happen to have one of your realtors cards, then give them that card. If you don't, then just write down their name. And if you're on one of those house hunting trips and you find a house that you really love, call your real estate agent right away and talk about the next steps. The sales rep may make you feel like you have to act now or sign a contract because another Buyers coming in an hour to put down a deposit, take a breath, call your agent, that's what they're there for. Tip number two is understanding the different costs in a new construction purchase. You may see that sign at the end of a busy road that says home start at $200,000. Then you go into that model home and everything that is available is closer to 300,000. Why does that happen? That's because the advertised price is of the lowest price base model with no upgrades and no lot premium. So let's break down the different costs you may have in a new construction home. First, you have the base price of the house. That's the cost of the floor plan you choose with no upgrades at all. The next cost you may have is the lot premium. Now this isn't on every lot in a neighborhood. This is only for lots that the builder considers better than other lots. So say the neighborhood that you're buying in has a pond, those lots that are located on the pond are probably gonna have a lot premium. The better the lot, the higher the premium. If the lot that you pick doesn't have a premium, that's because it probably isn't as desirable as the other lots. Maybe it backs up to another home, maybe it backs up to a road. So as you're talking to builders, make sure you ask them about the lot premium for the lot that you like. Construction options. Does your builder offer A bonus room option or a extended master bathroom or turning a living room into a den these would be examples of construction options these are not to be confused with cosmetic options which are picking out the color of your cabinets and we'll talk about that next every builder has different construction options and these costs can really add up however adding some of these construction options during construction is typically the least expensive time to do it so you may not need that fourth bedroom right now, but if you decide to have that second baby, adding that bedroom on during construction will be a lot cheaper than doing an addition five years down the road. Cosmetic options. Now, these are the fun ones. Going to that design center can be the highlight of the building process. But you can also get a big dose of sticker shock. These costs add up quickly. So my advice to buyers is to set a budget and stick to it. There are a lot of things offered by the builder that can be done later at a cheaper price. The two things that I tell my buyers to focus on are flooring in the kitchen. Those things are very expensive and inconvenient to remodel. So it's best to have those costs rolled into the mortgage as long as it doesn't put you over your monthly budget. So all of these costs together will determine the final price of your home. So, tip number three is negotiating with builders builders don't like to negotiate their base prices they have to keep these prices similar because they're selling a whole bunch of the same model as long as people are buying their homes they have no reason to negotiate the prices however builders are more receptive to negotiating things or credits so instead of asking for a ten thousand dollar reduction in the house price have your agent ask for ten thousand dollars in credits towards the design center or towards closing costs not every builder is going to give you credits they might not want to negotiate it completely depends on how popular their product is but it doesn't hurt to ask now if you happen to be interested in an inventory home this is a home that's already built by the builder or mostly built by the builder then that might give you a better chance at negotiating price because that house is almost ready to go and the builder doesn't want to have to pay for the holding costs of that house. Again, they may not be willing to go down too much in price, but you may have better luck negotiating with a builder on an inventory home than on a pre-construction one. Tip number four, closing costs on new construction homes. I'll start this segment off by saying every builder is different, but no matter which builder you're using, make sure you pay very close attention to the closing costs. Most large builders in the state of Florida push all the closing costs, except for the real estate fees and some other fees, over to the buyer's side. This can be several thousand dollars that you wouldn't be paying in closing costs if you were buying a resale home. Now, before you get annoyed or discouraged about that, a lot of builders offer a monetary incentive, a rebate, if you use their preferred lender. And this rebate will often cover the increase in closing costs, but be smart about it and understand that builders will use this rebate as a big incentive when in actuality, it's really just covering the cost that you wouldn't have had to pay if you bought a resale house. So what about that preferred lender that they want you to use? Should you use them? Most of my buyers do actually use the preferred lender because they want that rebate. That rebate can be very significant. However, make sure you do your due diligence and talk to other lenders and make sure the interest rate that they're offering you is a fair one. An outside lender may be able to rebate you an amount similar to what the builder is offering and give you lower interest rate. It never hurts to ask. So do your homework when it comes to lenders. Number five inspections. Yes, you can do home inspections on new construction homes. If you're building a house from scratch, I recommend two different inspections. The first inspection is your pre-drywall inspection. This is when an inspector comes in and looks at everything on the inside of your house. You don't get to see that stuff once the drywall gets up. That's the most important inspection during the building process. I also recommend an inspection just before closing to check and make sure everything is functioning correctly. This would function just like a regular home inspection functions where you get a report, you pass that report on to the builder so they can add that to the punch list so everything is perfect when you close on your home so a lot of people don't do inspections prior to closing because the builder will offer a wonderful warranty that will cover anything that happens after you move in that's a great feature in new home construction but it's a lot easier to deal with issues prior to closing than it is to deal with them after closing so get that home inspection number six is construction time expectations Say your builder says that it will take four months to build your house. That is their goal, but in reality, they never know exactly how long it's going to take to finish that build. Builders have to deal with so many things. They have to deal with weather issues. They have to deal with materials being supplied on time. They have to deal with contractors doing their job right, inspections, permits, and so much more. It's a lot to manage for them and doesn't always go smoothly trust me no builder wants to take longer to close on a house than it absolutely needs to take they don't make money until they close on the house they want to close as much as you do there are just some things that are out of their control so what that means is if you're selling your current house or you have a lease that's going to expire close to the time that your house is supposed to close make sure you look into a backup plan just in case there's a delay for example if you're renting Talk to the landlord about possibly going month to month if you need to. If you're selling your house, see if the buyer will be willing to extend closing or lease the house back to you. If neither of those things are an option, then check into corporate housing and put all your stuff in storage. I know it's a giant pain to do this, but closing delays on new construction happen so frequently that you really need to have a plan. So if you absolutely can't have a delay in your move in date, then look for an inventory home. It's going to be a lot easier to pinpoint a close date on a house that's almost done. I hope this information helps anybody out there who's looking to buy a new construction home. If you are looking to buy a new construction in the Tampa Bay area, give me a call. I'd love to help you. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes or visit my website Tampa bay.com see you in the next episode with love melanie